before the episode gets started, I just wanted to give everyone a brief heads up that this is episode 69, and well, more than once there was a few innuendos of sorts uh, thrown out in this episode, so we just wanted to give everyone a heads up before they listen to it in front of their kids, family, church friends, uh, that that type of thing. So uh, we've cut out all the all the swear words, but uh, those innuendos, if we cut them out of this episode, it would, uh, would have been about 20 minutes long. So uh, hope you guys enjoy. everyone and welcome to episode 69 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid and joining me this week is my co-host Chocolate Bear. How you doing? And in our guest spot for the day we have Mr. Danpod. What's up? What's up? Danpod 69. Danpod 69. Episode 69. Danpod 69. <laughs> welcome back to the show. <laughs> Starting it off with a bang for episode 69. Uh, but before we get into the episode, uh, first, I did want to shout out our newest patron, and that patron is Snoozles. Woo! So, so yeah. Snoozles, thanks for the support. Uh, if you want to be like Snoozles, head on over to patreon.com slash C-A-G podcast and uh, be awesome like Snoozles. We appreciate the support uh, from everybody. You guys are all awesome. Um, you to man. Uh, woman, but... Hey, close you to woman. <laughs> hey, she can be the man. It's 2019. True. Be, be who you want to be. Um, all right. Uh, Chocolate, you don't have anything to get to before we just get into this, right? No, not that I know of. Nothing really going on. All right. Hey, nice and easy. Just the way I like it. Um, all right. Another Sometime. week. In- <laughs> um, yep. So another week in gaming. What have we all been playing uh, let's start, let's start with chocolate and let's talk some Zelda A Link to the Past. Are you playing this on the brand new Super Nintendo online stuff on the Switch? I am indeed, yeah. It's, uh, I suppose for the beating that I've been getting in Discord for not playing a Zelda game and getting rid of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh boy, I think you're going to break more hearts telling people you return Breath of the Wild to go back and play Link to the Past. Although I'm sure it's a great game. I've never played it. but I'm, I'm just trying to get the story, honest. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I can send you a YouTube link. I should sit down and do that instead. But uh, no, so I'm playing this uh, when I'm at work on my break. So um, yeah, it's it's given me that nostalgia of of missing playing the old NES. So SNES. Yes, yeah, it's same system. Letters are confusing, and no, it's not the same system. Come okay, on, the chocolate. SNES, I know, I know. The SNES, the SNES. Um, yeah, uh, at the moment I'm stuck, so I've picked up the princess, and I'm just roaming around the castle because I can't get out. And <laughs> this I, is, that's the most uh, chocolate thing I would have expected. Like, I expected nothing less than for you to tell me that you got stuck on an SNES game from 20 yeah, years ago. Yeah, well, <laughs> they don't give you any waypoints. I need a waypoint. Um, <laughs> sound of this, oh boy. I can't wait for this Blair Witch talk we're going to have in a little bit here. Oh God, don't don't get me started on that. Um, but yeah, it it's given me that kind of nostalgia vibe. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's uh, I'm only playing it in kind of like short 30 minute bursts. 
but it's uh, it's nice. I'm I'm enjoying it, and it really frustrates me as well because I remember what the hitboxes were like. You have to definitely, you can only go left, right, up, down. Yeah, no. Is it I'll leave you with that strange word if you yep. say so. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a quick learning curve to remember that you had to either be side on, straight on to uh, to get the hit. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Now I have to look up this word that I just tried saying because it's <laughs> please do. I'm I'm lost. <clears throat> Orthogon orth. Oh my god! Why can't I say that? <laughs> Welcome to podcast sixty nine. It, it involves. <laughs> it's just right angle. Here, I put it in my phone. Here, or orthogonal, orthogonal. Yeah, that's when you can only do the up, down, left, right thing. You're welcome, everybody. That's that's yeah. like when you were talking about Gears Five and you talked about roadie running, and I was I had no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> what and are I was you like, talking about? I could put two and two together, but I had <laughs> never heard that expression before. <laughs> like, so. but why are we calling it that? And then I'm like, you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> I only say it because I've heard other people say it. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was in the first. Right, yeah, the first game. Did they that actually was the... label it in the first game, I, and then I, they stopped want, calling it that? <laughs> I want to say I could be completely wrong, and people are going to go, "Oh, you idiot!" As normal, but I'm sure it was roadie. <laughs> it was the roadie run or something. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah I still hate the roadie run." And he was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, yeah, I haven't heard that word in like fine. ten years." If I had played Gears One or Two <laughs> or Three, <laughs> Judgment or Four, yeah, or Judgment. Oh, don't play so. God. Sorry. It's uh, uh, too funny. <laughs> I was unfamiliar with the terminology I needed to study before I could play Gears 5. Yep. My uh, bad. Yeah, so, I mean, I understand that chocolate not <laughs> not being able to attack diagonal. Uh, not great. Yeah, pain in my rear. Well, it's also not a te- or not moving diagonal, right? Yeah, so, uh, I think you can... So with the switch, with the control, you can kind of get a slight diagonal, diagonal walk on by like up, up left, up left, up left, up left. Yeah, <laughs> you can kind of veer left in a diagonalish way, um, but it's all about the hitboxes. You can't the way the enemies walk, the patterns they've got. It is just up, down, left, right. Just yeah, they, you hit them straight on from exactly. one of those four directions. Makes but, sense. But if you're straight on. And they're coming at you. Hit their sword because their sword is sticking out slightly more than their head. It's so strange. Yeah. So, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I so I bought this. Uh, man, I'm not gonna remember who makes it. Oh no, Hori. Okay. So Hori, I bought a left Joy-Con, just the left Joy-Con, but it has an actual D-pad instead of like the buttons because okay. it was like fourteen bucks or something. And it works completely like a normal Joy-Con. It's Mario themed, so that's cool too. But um, for all those old school like the SNES games and the NES games, having an actual D-pad on my left side, it's just it's so nice <laughs> compared they, to using the joystick. Have they raised that up so it's at the joystick level, or is it still kind of lower set? Um, I mean, it's I would say it's higher than the buttons, but lower than joystick. So okay, it's it is perfectly comfortable for. 15 bucks <laughs> and and it, and it looks cool but it doesn't have rumble or anything uh it's pretty standard other than that but it's great for those kind of games for sure cool i was thinking about buying the uh the snes controller oh yeah and actually 
I put it in quick hits, but I'll just talk about it now quick. That uh, that SNES controller is available for purchase now, and it starts shipping on the 18th, which Ooh. is tomorrow for people who are listening when the podcast comes out. So uh, that's twenty nine ninety nine, and you do have to be a Switch Online member. But yes. that's like half the cost they normally make controllers. So <laughs> it's... If you're into the SNES controller, uh, this looks pretty awesome. And we talked about it last week. But you can purchase it now, and it'll start shipping real soon. So, good news. Um, all right. I'm assuming you don't have anything else to add for uh, Link to the Past? No, no, not for an hour's play. Yep. And <laughs> what are the chances that you continue playing this next week? Uh, slim to none. But... All right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So that'll be wrapping up all segments on that game. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, Link, with a ball. <laughs> Link to the Past, removed forever. Chocolate gave it a shot. That's all we could ask for. Um, well, we were talking about the roadie run, so it would have been a great transition. I know. I, I couldn't keep it in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Over into <laughs> Gears 5, which, uh, Dan, you can start the conversation off because you have, I think you're the only one here out of all four of the hosts, actually, or all three of us that have actually beat Gears 5. Uh, yeah, it's first awesome. off, good for you. That's I would I just need to focus. I think that's my problem. Uh, so you finished it. Uh, summarize. You, it, you you enjoyed. It's it takes a surprising amount of time. Like for especially for a single player campaign. Like I remember when like four hours to get through a single player campaign was like yeah, it was a pretty good one. I I had way more than four hours into Gears to to get all the way through it, and I didn't even. I didn't even do all the stuff. There's like side missions and, and I mean, you can definitely cruise through it and just play the main things if you're trying to go fast. But even doing that, it's, it's, uh, it's, I thought it was great. I mean, it was fantastic. It, it's, uh, I had no idea about any of the story because I had not <laughs> played any of the previous gears. Did you so. end up watching a uh, video on YouTube or anything or did you just stick with the, <laughs> the video that was provided to you by the game? So, so I made the mistake of just starting playing like, eh, it, it, it's, you know, you chainsaw, you know, the alien <laughs> things in half. How how complicated can it be? I was so wrong. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I could not be more wrong. The, uh, the story in the previous four games is pretty insane. So, um, and I started to realize that, which I'm, I'm not going to have any spoilers here, but I got to a point in the game where I started going places and seeing things. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. And uh, so I actually had to go back and watched like four or five 25 to 40 minute <laughs> YouTube videos that so summarize good. the intricacies of the uh, the previous Gears games. And that helped out tremendously. I would highly recommend if you are going to play the game that you, if you've played all four of them previously, then good on you. And I'm sure you'll be right at home. If you haven't, definitely study up because it's... The story is pretty much meaningless if you have no idea what's going on. But it's fantastic if you know what has happened in the previous games. So it really, <laughs> they've done a great job of continuing to continue the major story arc. And, and probably with the original Gears, they weren't sure that it was going to continue. And they have, you know, because how do you make a game and you're like, we're going to make 12 games of content out of this <laughs> and, and you know this is our roadmap so each one they have to like leave it open-ended enough that they can make another one but closed-ended enough that if that's the last one that there's some resolution and that's a that's difficult to do and and it's they did a really good job with that and the boss fights and 
you know, a lot of it's just grinding the hordes and doing that type of stuff, but then you, you know, reach mini bosses and there's main boss fights and it's just, I had a blast playing it. I, I'd, I'd pick it up and it would be like six hours later and I'd be like, well, shit. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I had to mow the lawn and <laughs> had stuff to do and none of those adult things got done today. Uh, but it was great. Yeah. I, I freaking loved it, man. It was um, uh, have you definitely t- worth a playthrough. Have you touched any of the horde mode or the new escape mode or anything like that yet? I did not. So okay. that's the one thing I won't be able to weigh in on. I basically grinded the entire campaign and as soon as I set it down, I started playing other stuff so i haven't gone back around to it yet i will though because it's it's fun enough and multiplayer is super fun obviously we've done that as community plays before and and stuff like that and that's i think that's a great game for that um because you don't it's not as twitch type shooty and as like intricate and precise as some other games you know it's it's kind of more of a bruiser so you don't it's anybody can pick it up and have fun with it and i think feels more arcadey yeah. Less, less technical. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think it's fantastic for that. I think it has a very low <clears throat> barrier for entry and, and anybody can pick it up and have fun with it. And it's, there's not very many over the shoulder third person shooters that are, that really work for me. And anytime I've ever played any gears, I've had fun with it. So it's, that's a, you know, that says a lot about the, their mechanics and how all that stuff works. And also reloading as a mini game is fun. So <laughs> hitting that RB button at the right time. <laughs> it's it gets to the point where you just you don't even have to look. You just know. You know how long. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said last week. I was like, eventually it's just kinda like and yep, yeah, right there. <laughs> Nailed it. Um how so you play on for those who you who don't know, Dan plays on a 80 inch 4k television it's humongous 82 let's not short change inch, sorry you know two inches is a lot okay <laughs> episode 69 <laughs> um, episode 69 so uh how did this thing look because you do have an xbox one x as well so i'm assuming it was nice and 4k gorgeous this game yeah. is gorgeous so the right at the beginning you tweak your hdr settings and the uh and it's just it's a beautiful game i mean it's it's an outstandingly beautiful game the uh there there are some weird like game breaking glitches that i had through my playthrough which i think it's just because it's you know it, it's i played it and completed it bef- and i got a patch to the game after i had already completed it so i'm sure they've probably already <laughs> resolved some of the issues right that, that people ran into but even with that um even with that being said it was it's just such a beautiful game and there's so many in this particular one i don't know for sure about previous ones but there's you go to several very different places in this one so without again i don't want to spoil anything but you have such diversity of the terrain and all of it is beautiful so like it's everything that every place that you go and everywhere that you look is is really 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 pretty so that's i I think they did an outstanding job with everything on this game i think it's probably our best first party game that we have today yes series awesome so contrast those first two acts no chapters going from such a beautiful lush drop to then a kind of a, a turn yeah and even that turn is as you say, it it glistens, doesn't it? It's it's so good. <laughs> We're just gonna dance around this. 
so that there are no spoilers. But yeah, yeah, it's quite a change, and and it's and all of it's beautiful. Everywhere that you go is pretty in its own way. So instead of completing Acts one and two, I've now completed Act one and then Act one again, because uh, that's how you should definitely be playing video games. But um, what I did do is I played as uh, Jack. So I was playing with three people. Had to play as Jack because that's that's how that happened. And uh, did you get the short straw on that? Yeah. Well, it was kind of like I've already gone through this. You guys haven't. So whatever, I'll do it. Uh, Fall on that sword. Whatever Jack does in your game when you're playing is like JD. Let's just say you're not doing much more than that when you're controlling him as a player. I was literally like the invisible claw machine that would go pick up ammo boxes <laughs> and the claw. I would I would taser people cuz I could do that but like I don't know so, it's it's real weird that there's not a third option for you to not have to play as jack cuz I really don't like it at all and I know that I think Shine, I had a conversation with him about it because he's also doing a playthrough with two other people and he's playing uh as jack and he seems to love it for whatever reason, and I just I don't get it because if I had a choice, I'd much rather be the person that can go hide and shoot guns and chainsaw through things, not be the little robot that brings your friends ammo boxes and tasers people. What if Jack had a chainsaw? <laughs> you know, if Jack had a chainsaw, <laughs> it could be a lot more fun. And it was really funny because my thought process when I first started playing was like, all right, they're not going to make it, so I only have a taser, right? So I expected that when I picked up the claw machine, I would just be able to, like, fire these rifles. Nah. <laughs> like, no, not at all. That's not a thing. So Jack is the, if you're playing and your girlfriend, who doesn't really play games but wants to <laughs> play, to be Jack. plays, <laughs> it's the perfect character. It's, it's, a, it's a great role for that. But yeah. Yep, so I was the girlfriend for that playthrough so far, so... So let me but tell you, Act 1 is be the first time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Episode 69. <laughs> Episode 69. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I echo everything you said. I obviously have not gotten through the game yet, but it's only 4X, and I've gone through the first one twice, so that's like almost 50% of yeah. the way through the game. It's just simple math. Yeah, yeah. It's, so. it's basic, <laughs> rudimentary math. Um. All right, uh, Chocolate, you also got to play some Gears 5. Did you check out Horde Mode or anything? Is that what I, you were doing? I've checked out, so far, Escape Mode. Oh, nice. How's that? We, That's completely different. So It is. Um, I would suggest never playing with random people at all. Um, yeah, that you, seems fair. It seems like a very, very cooperative mode, especially if you're not playing with headsets. Well, what makes it worse is that you drop with a limited supply of ammo which i didn't know and it's so limited that after you shoot the first bad guy you're scrambling around to pick up anything um and if you've got two other people that are looking after themselves just ammo vacuums oh my god it is (laughs) (laughs) you are literally running around with your knife going i can't kill this person i can't kill this one Uh, that's Um, so rough but it, it is it is quite a, an exciting, quick fire round. I think it lasts, if you're speed running it, it uh, maybe five minutes. Maybe if you're looking for all the uh, the ammo caches, it uh, might take you seven to ten minutes. But it's it, it is it is fun. It's definitely fun. Um, 
and I think I did a couple of multiplayer matches, like a team deathmatch, and I hate the shotgun. You hate really the shotgun? Hate... Oh, it's devastating geez. up close. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm terrible with it, as I am with any other gun. I was going to say, so do you like any of the guns? <laughs> no, not really, no. I'd, uh, I'd rather play against bots, to be honest. <laughs> but the yeah. best thing... Yeah, you can play in arcade mode, so it obviously you stay away from ranked. You stay away from the the better kind of the cream of the crop. So um, yeah, it, it, the multiplayer is fun. Gears is always fun. It's just hard. Or you're uh, bad. I, I am combination bad as well. of both. Yeah, a little bit. I uh, I did throw up a clip on Instagram with me finally killing someone. Chainsawing him to death. First so. kill after 13 hours of multiplayer like, gameplay. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't shoot him in the back. Honest. Uh, we you chainsawed him in the front. It's much better. Yep. Yeah, of course. 69. No, what? <laughs> I wasn't even taking that that way. <laughs> oh, Gears. What a game. Um, I'll, I definitely want to check out that horde mode uh, at some point. Sounds like you still yeah. have to check it out too. Oh, definitely. I want to jump into horde mode, but I can't set aside a, a good few hours. I think I saw, spoke to someone on Discord, and they said it took them three hours to hit level fifty. Yeah, um, I, obviously that's not going to take me three hours. It'll take me six or seven. <laughs> so I, I need to block out a little bit more time <laughs> or play with some really, really good people. Oh my god, you're too funny. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right. Sweet. Gears 5. Good game. It's more Gears. It's, if you it, like Gears. That's what I said you're last gonna week. You're going to like this like, Gears. If you like Gears 4, because I played some of that, this seems like more of that. Just prettier and smoother, and it's still Gears. A lot, a lot more fetch questy as well. Fetch quest? Oh, yeah, like I felt very much. Side missions and stuff? All, all those side missions were very... All of a sudden, I felt myself. I suppose fetch quest is not the right word, but I felt myself looking for like the collectibles and the things that you would not normally do in a Gears game. Yeah. So sometimes you would go collect the cogs, and you would always find the cogs because there was the gear kind of splash on the wall. But now the gear splash means that there's a, a relic weapon which is slightly more powerful. And finding the gear, the gear cog tags are more by chance. Um, that frustrated the hell out of me. Yeah, that was one thing I've heard kind of universally across the board is that the whole like open world part kind of seemed unnecessary. Like they could have just done a focused gears game without having that kind of stuff. But then I also heard that flying around on that little not the a hoverboard thing, whatever it's called, skiff is that it's called? Yeah, skiff, it's a skiff. Yeah. Flying around on that is actually uh, pretty fun. So it's fantastic. It so do it just for that. Um, okay. Anyone have anything else for Gears 5 before we move on? Going once, going nope. twice, and nope. So um, one thing I hop back into, I mean, I'm always kind of hopping back into it, but um, Sea of Thieves finally uh, dropped pets for everyone. The thing they've been talking about for what seems like an eternity has finally made its way into the main game. Um, these are strictly cosmetic and strictly purchased with, uh, real world money. So there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's woof, but it's also the game needs a way to be 
monetizing at this point. They're doing week or monthly updates with new content, all that kind of stuff. Um, so this is their way to make a little money back so they can continue to support the game and whatnot. Um, I purchased a parrot. I named him Petey. When I yeah, initially named him Petey, it told me that that was inappropriate and I could not name him Petey. <laughs> so that was fun. Episode so I, 69. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks, Sea of Thieves. Um, so I ended up having to call him P-E-E-T-E-E. That's how I had to spell it. <laughs> so got around that one. Suck it, Rare. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so they have this new currency called Ancient Coins. That's their premium currency. Some of us, I think, were under... We're, I guess we were kind of delusional thinking that the doubloons that you've been collecting in game that are kind of like a currency that's a little harder to get you're going to be able to buy stuff with that um, there's a new shop for that stuff that you can spend your doubloons on it's uh outfits some ship customizations that kind of stuff but the pets are strictly ancient coins and i think they came out to right about six dollars for a pet uh your pet can't do anything um to help progress you in the game so you can't carry anything he can't he really can't do anything he just kind of flies around i mean i bought a parrot he flies around he makes a lot of noise when we're being attacked uh, i can pick him up i can pet him i can set him on things it's i think it's really just another step to fulfilling that pirate fantasy but really adds nothing uh to the game <laughs> <laughs> so no value Perfect. whatsoever apart from seven dollars uh yeah and i, I bought <laughs> Is it seven dollars uh, get out I of don't, here I don't know what it actually comes out to, but I obviously went with the the best value pack of ancient coins. So oh I'd, god, uh, I had to buy that, and then I would, now I just have all these ancient coins. So I obviously had to buy pets. I had to buy some emotes, uh, all that good stuff that the kids spend on like Fortnite. Just... So, do you think that they're gonna <laughs> like? Do you think they're gonna rotate these things in? So, do you think they're gonna continue to offer like new paid for content? And then maybe down the road, stuff like pets will get rotated into like something you can buy with the doubloons. Or do you think it's going to always be uh, a paid-for thing? I I think the pets will always be a paid-for thing. Um, I think some of the ship cosmetics will rotate into that doubloon thing. But the pets, I think they're just like putting those at just a different tier than everything. Because they've been talking about mm. it for so long. and. Um, it's kind of funny because Meg bought a monkey and when you hold the thing up, it's got like its teeth, I feel like are super weird looking. Like they got scanned in weird or something and it looks like it's just, it's going to like bite your face. So you're carrying around this thing on your arm that has like red eyes and just looks like the devil and wants to kill you. And it's just it's double weird. monkey. Nice. But uh, yeah, so they have monkeys and birds so far. Uh, I think cats and dogs are the most likely candidate to be up next. Who brings um, a cat on a ship? Uh, Jesse, <laughs> Prince of Cats, the, the, the pirate legend, is the first and only one that comes to mind. Other than that, I, I'm not sure. Cats hate water, so just seems mean. Uh, but you can put all the animals into the cannons and fire them off. I quickly realized that as soon as Moose got on the ship uh, and I'm just went to see sure how far he could fire a monkey off into space. So... <laughs> They go pretty far. And then I played with Lewis the other night, and or Waterloo, and the first thing he did was grab my parrot, and it was like, you drown these things? And he just jumped off the boat holding onto it, and I was like, what is wrong with my friends? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> answering life's unanswered questions. It's just the that's the one thing they want to figure out is how can I kill these in-game digital animals? It's like you guys are serial killers. What is happening? So, but you can steal pets, can't? Yeah, you can steal pets. No, they don't drown. They just kind of disappear and then reappear back on the ship. So, uh, I mean, in uh, your head, you can pretend they drown, but I don't think it's very. F- <laughs> PT the second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just puts a point two next to it, like a decimal. Decimal. Yeah. Version um, one. So yeah, and the uh, it's funny. So the monthly thing you're working towards right now, the rewards for it are doubloons, which you can't spend on the pets. So <sighs> kind of weird, but. Yeah, so hey, pets are in Sea of Thieves now. If you're into that, uh, go check them out. But keep in mind, you do have to spend your hard-earned money on that. And there's better things you can spend your hard-earned money on, like a sub to Cross Atlantic Gaming, patreon.com slash CAG podcast. We're supposed to throw those up like that in the middle of the episode? I think so. That was cheesy. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Moving swiftly on. Um, Dan, you and I, a couple weeks ago, got to dabble in the Ghost Recon Breakpoint beta. What a mess that was. <laughs> I thought it was great. No, it's... It, yeah, I mean, it was great. But <laughs> it's the, a little broken. The, the amount of like good quality videos we got out of this and like screenshots <laughs> of just the most broken things I've ever seen in video games, it's just... It's fantastic. Um, I think first and foremost, we should talk about the big change from... Uh, going from Wildlands to Breakpoint is that this game seems like it's way more of a looter shooter than, uh, well, Wildlands wasn't really a looter shooter at all. So they're kind of, this is like Breakpoint slash The Division slash Wildlands. Yeah. It, is it having an identity crisis? What's going on here? It absolutely is. I, I, I'm very conflicted on this at the moment. <laughs> Agreed. We, I mean, I put a ton of time into that beta. Um I, I definitely put at least 20 hours into that data <laughs> insane. over the weekend just because I, I wanted to go everywhere that that you could and play everything that you could in that because we've had this conversation before that I'm not 100% committed to buying this game and so I wanted to play the beta a bunch just to see if it was going to be something I was okay with because it's not it's not a Tom Clancy game it's it's just not it's they have strayed from the formula and uh i'm i'm still on the fence about it i still don't know i mean i had a lot of fun playing it and i think i'll have a lot of fun playing it but i hate the loot system it's absolute garbage and i don't like it at all you don't like having <laughs> to just play with whatever gun you find no, that's it's the trash. highest level <laughs> it's trash and they so they've tried to rectify that by making these blueprints so if you like a gun you can go into the world and there'll be set locations for these and you'll find the blueprint for it and then you can take that blueprint back to your you know the the base of operations um which it's not really a spoiler because it's you go there immediately when the game starts and it's your like secret hideout for the whole game um so it's not it's not like it's going to be a secret um but the uh so you can go there and use like currency and weapon parts and things from breaking down all of the crappy guns that you don't want to use. Um, and you can build a version of the gun that you want. The problem that I have with this is that every friggin' level that you go up, 
you're going to have to build a new stupid version <laughs> of this gun. And if you find like more rare variants, so because it's colored, so you have like common and uncommon and rare and legendary and so like if you find like a super good version of a gun that you hate because you can't build the one those at least as far as i know this may change or it may be different or maybe we just weren't able to get high enough level so i'm not sure yet but as far as what i was able to ascertain from the from the beta um you can't build like one of the higher end variants of a gun that you want you have to just find it somewhere at some point as a random chance drop from killing somebody or looting a stash or something like that it's just kind of like this is seems like every other leader shooter where it's like i don't need to worry about what i'm equipping until i'm at max level because nothing is going to be relevant it's going to just be equip your highest gear equip your highest weapon just like the division Uh, and then once you hit max level then you start actually trying to optimize and a lot of people uh me specifically, I'm usually burned out by the time I get to end game where I need to start actually doing that yeah. stuff. So it's just, yeah, yeah. It, and it's they even, weird. They definitely know that it's an issue because for your character, you have your gear that's equipped, and then you also have an entirely separate menu for what you are actually visibly wearing. So. You, if you pick up like a helmet that's like a doofy looking helmet, but it's a really high level, obviously you're going to use that because that's your highest level gear. But maybe you want to play as a sniper and he needs to have a ghillie suit and he's not going to be wearing a helmet, so you wouldn't be using that gear. So it's like it's like they acknowledge that it's a stupid system, so they built an entirely different menu as a sub-menu to the menu so that you can select... <laughs> the the things that you want to look like separate from the things that you have to be wearing because they're higher level yeah it's and that's, that's just stupid. dumb it's yeah, transmog which is what a lot of people ask for in these games but a lot of that's geared towards the end game as well where it's yeah. like this is how i want to look this is the equipment i want but like having to switch that up every time you get a new is that what you have to do like do you have to every time you get a higher helmet let's say do you have to like switch that over so it looks like yes. the helmet you want every single level? No. So the they have it as like a switch. So they're in the menu, there is um when you're looking at your gear that you're actually that you actually have equipped. So the leveled gear that you have equipped because it's a high level at the bottom of that page, you can flip a switch on and off where you override the cosmetics of the character with the sub menu. So you can Turn that off so that every time that you equip new things that are higher level to your character, that it changes how your guy looks, or you can turn that back on, and then you only have to change the things that are in the sub-menu. And then whatever's on the sub-menu doesn't change, So unless you go in there and, and alter it and change it. So you can continue to swap out your higher level gear without having to change it every single time. Regardless, it's dumb. I don't like it. It's stupid. <laughs> There's no point. Like in real life, a level 32 helmet is not more effective than a level 85 helmet. It's dumb. I, I hate <laughs> everything about that system. <laughs> Could you then have a sniper rifle and then change it so it looked like a shotgun and then snipe people from a thousand yards? <laughs> no, the only exception is weapons. Um, and also this comes back down to like what is dumb because in the early game, you're not going to have blueprints and you're not going to have the things where you can make the guns that you want to have. So you're going to be stuck playing with 
guns and variants Whatever of guns that you don't want to play with just because you can't alter them. Like whatever the if you if you, all of your guns are level nine and you're a level fourteen and you've only picked up one level fourteen rifle and it's a stupid one that you wouldn't want to use, guess what? You're gonna use that because it, it's for body damage and stuff. Uh, it makes a huge difference. Now, that- I'll give one caveat to this because I'm I'm kind of picking on this game a little bit, but um, they have kept it where if you shoot people in the head, they die. Yes. So Thank God. Regardless of what level stuff that you're using, um, as far as guns are concerned, regardless of what level your guns are, if you shoot somebody in the face, they die, um, unless they're wearing a helmet of some kind, in which case the first round will knock the helmet off their head, the second round will kill the target. And that's so, like this might be the saving grace for people who aren't really into looter shooters is that yeah. it's still in that way it still feels like a Tom Clancy game it, it still feels a little like Wildlands where if it, like if you want to do this stealthily you want to play co-op with four friends you can still definitely get that experience uh sneaking up on people setting up your like doing sync shots with sniper rifles that's 100% still a thing but then you have this weird added layer of loot and shoot and grind. Yep. I think people that are on the fence about this or even are expecting like a Wildlands 2, like you shouldn't be. And you need to know that going into this because if you're going in thinking you're getting Wildlands 2, you're not. You're getting a weird Wildlands slash Division hybrid. And that's definitely worth knowing because people that aren't into loot and shooters, you're, this probably isn't going to be for you. Not even close. Yeah. Definitely. Because that's that's definitely a big like. There's going to be a raid at the end of this game, and that's that's something that's going to be dependent on your level. And that's like, so what you said, if you hit somebody in the head, they're going to die. Cool, but there's also these like drones are so prevalent in this game. They're yep. everywhere, and those are the those are the bullet spongy boss things yep. that I feel like that's really gonna be where your level comes into play, where your damage numbers come into play, not so much the dudes that just have fleshy faces that you can blow off. Yep. And, and not only that, if you have a low-level weapon, and, you're, and you're, even if you're just shooting it at people, so even, even if it's just uh, NPCs that you're shooting at, if you do not dome them, if you have an underpowered gun, they are bullet sponges as well. So oh, it, it okay. may take like 20 rounds to in the, the chest, chest. <laughs> right. to, to Realistic. kill that person. But it's still only one to the head. So it, it kind of weird. adds this layer to the game where it's literally you you only shoot people in the face. You, right. you do so not aim get, anywhere else. You're going to get punished going loud in yeah. this game. So, if you... uh, well, I would run all of my guns on semi and only shoot people in the head. I, I no, ultimately would... ended up turning it into... Makes sense. That's, that is the Stealth only game. way that you can play because you can't... Um, and that makes it so, like, the other mechanics, like doing sync shots, like if you're going to play with your friends, become so much more of a higher level of skill that you have to have as a group to execute those things that I I think it just raises the barrier for, you know, you don't need to be a Navy SEAL to play a game unless you're playing breakpoint and, and then you need to have those skills already where you can dome shoot people from 400 yards away because if you don't hit them in the dome it's you're going to ruin everything for your whole squad i was gonna say so what i'm hearing here is that we should not invite chocolate to our playthrough <laughs> definitely not i'll be you know firing cardboard oh, cutouts man. just around them just, uh just painting that outline right around them exactly i like it all i'm about center mass Center mass, easiest target. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I think the game's fun, though. I like both genres. Um, it, it definitely has some thing. There was some weird stuff going on with healing, where I was healing you yeah, on the screen, broken. and you'd heal me, and like I, I would show up as like not alive, but you also couldn't actually revive me after you tried to do it once or something. It was, it was there, weird. There was some weird bugs. If you remember the Wildlands beta, this is like light years ahead of that. So that, I, <laughs> I at least have a little bit of faith that they'll, this actually seems like it's mostly done. There's definitely some weird bugs that were left. Like, uh, and one of the things we were talking about, um, if you were watching on Mixer um, before we started up, is I have so many pictures <laughs> that I've taken of my screen because so many weird, stupid things, uh, like weird type bugs. Um, like Zach came to pick me up in a helicopter at one point and him like his body was like 20 feet in front of the cockpit of the helicopter but he was perfectly in the seated position like he was driving the helicopter he just wasn't in it he was just outside of it and yeah and i had this weird thing when i looked at you it was like any piece of equipment or device that you had equipped into your hand it didn't go away when you were done with it so you had like a rifle and a drone and a stim pack and a grenade all just like lumped together in your one hand. And it's just the most ridiculous looking thing. Um, all right, we're going to, so they've, they've got time to fix those things. Yeah. Um, and as much as I just shit on this game, um, it's super fun to play. I'm not saying that it's not fun to play. I had a lot of fun playing it and I, I think that there's potential there. I just don't like the, it didn't need to have, the looty shooty crap and the other stuff to be fun. I don't think that that adds to the fun. I think that the mechanics of the game are, are fun on its own and it doesn't need that bullshit. Right. Like Wildlands 1.5 would have been fine. Yeah, would have been fine. They didn't Agreed. need to reinvent the wheel that was already working. Um, Agree. Like you have two different franchises that are going two different directions with the Division of Wildlands. You didn't need to try to mix them and they did for some reason. So, yeah. Um, at the same time. Yeah. They're, they're both out on the market. Like, they're competing games, essentially. Exactly. Um, Breakpoint comes out October 4th, though, so there's a, a little more time to look into that if you are interested. So, uh, yeah, make sure to check it out. I do think it's going to be a great co-op game. It's still going to have, like, the headshots, if that's what you're into. Stealthy with headshots, which is how we played Wildlands. I'm into it. So uh, we'll definitely have more to say about that in the coming weeks if we end up picking it up. So stay tuned for that. Um, all right, the last game of the day that we're going to talk about is Borderlands 3, another game like Gears that I've never finished any of the games prior to it, so watched lots of recap <laughs> videos for this one too. It's just how I roll with games nowadays, I guess. Uh, but we've all taken uh, some time to get into this new game, this new Borderlands game. Uh, let's start off with what uh, classes are we all going with? So, uh, Chocolate, we'll start with you. Who are you? Who are you playing with for your uh, Borderlands Three playthrough? Uh, Mose was the the only one I could think of that related to the way I play terribly. And Mose, that's just the Mech Lady, right? Yeah, Mech, mech Lady. I can't think of her actual title, but yeah, I just I, went with I think the, it's just I think Gunner. She, is what it's called. So it makes sense. Yeah, I think it's a bit like uh, yeah, Borderlands Two, the Gunzerker. And then that's also Dan. You're playing as Mose, right? Mose is the best. Yeah. So I mean that that makes <laughs> sense. And then. I, I had a chance to play I played Beastmaster for a little bit when I was playing by myself uh, and then I swapped over to FaZe? I think his name's FaZe I always want to call him Mirage because he makes a duplicate of himself uh, but FaZe I believe is his name there, uh, there's definitely some Apex 
oh, influence yeah. going ping, on. That ping game. system, though, killing it. It's great. And that's that slide, that sliding downhill, slide. indefinitely. <laughs> oh yeah, also great. <laughs> oh man, um, I will say that I'm having a ton of fun with this game, and I don't. It's weird because going into like any Borderlands game, uh, any of the ones that I've tried, it's I've kind of always taken issue with the cell shading in this game because to me it feels it feels more on the lazy side than it does like the artistic side kind of like well we didn't really care about making this game look great so here's uh some some edges and then we're gonna throw this on top of it (laughs) it's like uh okay whatever but when you have this game set in resolution mode like playing with good hardware on good screens it's it's like it's the best looking borderlands which is a weird thing for me to say because it's all cell shaded this is a game that will look the same way and not seem that dated 20 years from now just like how 8-bit and 16-bit games don't seem to age borderlands is kind of in the same boat because of the direction they went with the art i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing some people are into it some people aren't i'm kind of in a weird middle ground where this one for whatever reason i'm enjoying more and i don't know if that's because of the Maybe because of the gun mechanics feel a little smoother. How are you guys uh, enjoying shooting those guns, all those million, billion different varieties of guns? There seems to be a lot of guns with a lot of scopes, which does not help me at all. <laughs> and it never has in Borderlands. Just it never whenever has. you get How comfortable with one, you just immediately get a new one and oh, have to learn that new gun. <laughs> it, exactly. It's um, It does feel a lot tighter, the gun mechanics, and obviously the variant of pushing down on your d-pad with some of them having a, an ultimate oh, dude, fire that's so good that's fantastic <laughs> yeah. whatever class of gun that is i don't know the borderlands experts definitely know exactly the like manufacturer of said guns but when i have a sniper rifle that i hit down on the d-pad and it turns into an rpg like you can't beat that <laughs> like, that's, that's everything i've ever wanted in a weapon <laughs> oh, and that's we're not even talking about guns that run around <laughs> with legs yet like Come on. Um, yeah, like that when we were playing that gun that you had that when you reloaded, you, you just throw it. You and, throw and the and gun it bounces around <laughs> and it says ouch when it hits things and then it explodes. Like so it's like ow, 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 and then it blows up. Uh, those are like the most fun to throw over towards your friends because they just bounce by them. Ow, 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 and they just blow up twenty yards out of them. I think uh, Borderlands does an outstanding job of not taking itself too seriously and it's it's just so unique in in that like they basically created their own genre and then they just kick ass at it and yeah and like I'm no one else so much touches it i feel like or if other people try it just falls short yeah it, this is what this is their fifth game in total pre-sequel one two three tales and like they're all funny take tales we what i said you can't add tales to i it. can add tales it is a branded no. borderlands game <laughs> tm so fair well i mean yes it was not the typical but the the writing okay oh the writing the the story writing between the the five of them has never really strayed from just being a high school toilet humor and i love it so much that they seem to nail and get it on point every kind of little quip joke like this whole thing now where your bad guys are the streamers oh taking God. over the world, brainwashing <laughs> They people. really make you want to kill oh. them. <laughs> it's so easy so to hate funny. them for so many oh. reasons. And it's great. I can't wait to murder them. 
Yeah, and like um, we were talking about, there's got to be like thousands of lines of dialogue in this game that have nothing to do with like the main story. It's just like shit that characters say, just the little quips, yeah, like in the background that are just so funny. And and it's like, how do you, who even comes up with this? That's what stuff? I said. I was like, do you think all the writers just like got wasted one night and they're like, all right, we're gonna keep this tape recorder going the whole night. As we get drunker, we'll have funnier lines, and then they just didn't <laughs> cut any of it out. They were just like. Yeah, we're gonna use every single line that we heard that night, whether or not we remember saying them. Like these all work. That's what so, they throw at you. It's just the best toilet humor ever. I was trying to think of one of the um, side mission bosses. I uh, I think it's for Ellie. You have to go kill, and I can't think of his name. I should have wrote it down. You go attack him, and then you get an extra bonus for shooting him in the ass. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the dump truck guy or something? Yeah, I, I was, can't think of his okay, name. So I was playing... Bulldozer. Bulldozer? Bulldo- that, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And I was playing with Dan, and he was he was up, and he actually found him before I did. I was like at the bottom of a tower. I was like, Dan, make sure you shoot him in the ass, <laughs> because it was like a <laughs> bonus objective. <laughs> yeah, but he turns over, Ben shakes it, and he's like, no, no, no. And I think Dan yelled, I brown hold him. Episode 69. Okay, I have to bring this up because it's episode 69. Now, minor spoilers. Um, have either of you guys gotten to Kilowatt yet? I'll it's take that Kilowatt as a no. person oh. or you'll, location? You'll know. You'll know. So so that's a no. So one of the things about Kilowatt, and, and I'm, not, I'm not spoiling anything here, but um, Maze tells you to shoot him in the dick. And when you do... It just says dicked across the stream, so like across the center of the screen. So like, so like that's the objective. And then I use like the gun that I'm using the most right now because it's the highest level is like a six shooter revolver. And so like you can just rapidly fire like one, two, three, four, five, six. And so it's just dick to dick to dick to dick to dick in the middle of the screen. Is this the one that does he have all the speakers around the room? No. Um, this is Pat, further past that. Okay. Further past. Oh yeah, that, that guy's name was like not, mouth guard or something, mouthpiece or mouthpiece. Mouth 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 okay, that's what yeah. I was thinking of. This so guy, no, I don't think I'm at Kilowatt yet. He's not much further. Is past. that on the second, okay. the second world or the first new world you go to? I guess. Yes. Um, and I will say that it's weird going to, at least from the Borderlands I played, like going to a different planet, seeing how different it is. Like when you move down to that second world, it's again like cyberpunk vibes when you're flying in and playing down there. I haven't played a ton. Ooh, excuse me, on that world, but yeah, I think it's different looking, which is nice. Keeping it not stale, um, I think that's awesome for that. So that you know, it it, it gives enough variety in what you're doing that even right. though you're doing the same thing every place, it it still feels new. Agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. There's, I don't think there's a ton more to say. This is uh, can't what say we've been, good things about well, Borderlands Three. Yeah, definitely, it's it. it it is the only reason I haven't played Horde mode in Gears 5, because as, as soon as I cleared Gears, I was like, all right, I got to start playing Borderlands, and I have not I put, put it, it down, down since then. So That's awesome. It's so good. Uh, and the, the co-op's great. It's uh, You can set it to two different modes, which is sweet. You can do it cooperative, where uh, all the enemies you see are at your own level, all the loot's instanced, so you don't have to like fight for loot, or you can play it on like, traditional mode, where you have to race your friends to pick up the loot, and... No, uh, your levels aren't taken into consider. Like it doesn't. If you're a level three playing with me, I'm a level fifteen. You're gonna get wiped. Gonna get wrecked. Gonna wipe, yeah, you're gonna get wrecked. Um, but the cool thing is they have sharing of weapons. So if you do pick up, um, 
whatever weapons from killing the boss and someone else needs a good sniper rifle for whatever reason you can trade with them so that's cool uh but the two playthroughs i'm doing a solo playthrough and then i played a little bit with moose and dan um and that one we're doing cooperatively i think it makes more sense if you're playing with your friends unless you're yeah I don't know, that other super version competitive is... or only play together maybe that yeah. makes sense that but, other version should you know, be called your friends mode yeah it, it, that should be what it's called <laughs> there it is um i'm so sorry chocolate <laughs> type, type it down do you know how long this page is already <laughs> i'm doing good <laughs> episode 69 <laughs> um I, but i i do In, think that the the non-cooperative mode i think would be a lot of fun if you do have a save file where you're playing with the same people and only playing with them at the same time so it's like there's never any disparity between your levels so you're not going to get murdered by anyone and then it kind of makes the actual loot chase a little more fun a little more competitive but also like you said a little more yeah as long as you hate your friends hate your friends mode (laughs) yeah um i played that on the 360 hated it and i'd have to wait for the person (laughs) i used to play with to drop something nice for me and i'd be like oh thank you so much yeah that's why you have two playthroughs (sighs) like my flak playthrough where i'm playing solo and then the one when your friends are online (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's good oh the last thing and the best thing that they've added to this game they added mantling (laughs) so maybe a decade behind there but having having mantling in this game is just it's so much better because i'm getting to all these weird places that i could never get to in the other games because if it was too tall well you were shit out of luck and you couldn't go up to it. But now if there's like storage containers, I know that I can hop from like one to the other to get to the very top. And then sometimes you get to the top and there's just a toilet sitting on top of a crate and some money comes out of it because that's Borderlands <laughs> and that's how that works. But having the option to traverse the uh, world a little bit more is awesome. It's a it's a small change, but very welcome. And just just makes it feel so much better. The game as a whole just feels way better. But if you're looking for more Borderlands, this is that's exactly what you're going to get. Same humor bunch of new weapons most of them feel ridiculous uh and that's that's a really good thing because this game just sets itself apart so far from everything else and uh, i think that's what makes this game great so yeah it's gotten some critical reviews where the people that were writing were the view the review were like it's just more of the same and it's like yeah no shit that's why i'm here (laughs) like that's because it's awesome. It doesn't. This is need why to be we're upset changed. with Breakpoint. Exactly. <laughs> like, sometimes, if you did something right, you might want to stick with it. Maybe <laughs> add some things like mantling or more weapons or more planets, locations, stuff like that. Maybe don't turn your game into a loot and shooter. If it's not. Anyways, so much shade. <laughs> uh, you guys have anything else to add for Borderlands before we move on to Game Pass Roulette? No. If you don't have it, go get it. It's awesome. A hundred percent. Chocolate. You good? Great. Hundred percent. All right. Good, good, good. Um, all right, that's what we've been playing this week. Uh, this is a Game Pass Roulette game, or episode, though, so uh, let's move on to some Game Pass Roulette. All right, so the current Game Pass Roulette game that Chocolate picked, especially for Moose, and then look who didn't show up on the podcast. Interesting, huh? Hmm, very suspicious. Yes. Um, That game, though, is the Blair Witch Project. But, of course, we weren't going to let Moose get out that easy and not uh, give his thoughts. So I'm going to play a brief audio clip 
Uh, it's about a minute and a half long of Moose's thoughts on the Blair Witch Project. So here's that. What's up, guys? Moose here with my thoughts on the Blair Witch. The game was very disorienting, in my opinion. It seemed like we, the further you got into it, the more you were walking in circles. I don't know if that was game design or uh, maybe I'm just terrible at it, but uh, I got lost frequently and easily. Uh, I saw the bush monster a few times. Um, he gave me one good jump scare, but as an overall, it wasn't super spooky as I was uh, dreading. So that was good. I did take one positive from the game, though. Um, it was Bullet, my German Shepherd, uh, emotional support dog, I believe is what he is. Um, he was just a little ray of sunshine in a dark storm of Hurricane Blair Witch. It seems like the character that you play is a war veteran going through some sort of PTSD, fighting his demons from his deployment. Um, I have a little interest in who he is and what happened, but not enough to continue my playthrough. Maybe uh, somebody can fill me in on Discord. As far as the scary game goes, this one is pretty tame. Creepy, sure. A little eerie, I'll concede that. But it wasn't scary in my opinion. This is most definitely not a challenge too chocolate or risky to find a scarier game to play. Um, just to sum up, in or out, I know we always do that. I've uninstalled the game from my Xbox, so I'm going to go ahead and say I'm out. See you guys next week. All right, Moose. Thanks for that. Uh, so Moose, uh, right off the bat, he's saying this is definitely a miss for him. Well, actually, he said out for him. He said in or out. It's like, oh, it's hit or miss. Close, Moose. You'll get it next time. Uh, he said that he uninstalled it. So there's <laughs> that. <laughs> um, Chocolate, how did you find your your time with the Blair Witch Project? I I enjoyed it. I um, so Moose saying that he didn't. Uh, he only got one jump scare out of it. Was a little bit disappointing because <laughs> I or I'm a very big baby. Because um, I my. My hairs on my arms were tingling. I got, uh, yeah, I was just not petrified is the wrong word, but I could feel like anxiety building up as I was going through the through the forest and seeing the bush monster when it jumped out at you. Uh, so, yeah, and that's yeah. one thing, like, in your defense and my defense, because I, I will say I found it a little more scary than Moose seemed to say it was but he was also his whole playthrough he streamed so if you actually want the vod of that um did you he will be sending it to me it will be going up on youtube hopefully okay so that tomorrow. will go up on youtube um but i think the whole when you're streaming it to people and like i was in chat with him most of the time when he was playing so it's like that kind of takes the edge off horror games when you're actually playing like with an audience to an audience uh, whereas like you, I played it by myself with headphones on, it was dark, like it was nighttime. And I think that that adds a ton to it. If you've got a mixer chat up on the side and you're talking to people while you're doing it, it's kind of makes it less scary. I think, I think eerie is probably the best scary. It gives you a massive eerie vibe constantly and you're always on edge. Aren't that's you? true. And I guess um, it, like the, what he says is that there's, he, there wasn't many jump scares and I do think that's fair I, I feel like there wasn't a ton of jump scares really like the first time the uh red scary white monster thing uh pops out that that's good for a scare and there's some like audio stuff that is maybe classified as scary but yeah i think you're right with just classifying it as 
eerie and less like yeah. jump scary because that that's not what this game is um i didn't really take issues with much i don't think it's the best looking game uh i also don't think this game had a huge budget so that makes sense um it felt very indie like like double a like one of the few double a double a games that's released nowadays uh that yeah definitely and i feel like the trailers did it way more justice than it should have like it's it did not look as good once i got in there i I swear to god that game ran at like 15 frames a second for me (laughs) just like moving around felt so clunky (sighs) moving in the control the controls definitely didn't were not sharp and yeah they're kind of kind of weird like use the right trigger to interact with everything it's kind of what, yeah. what platform did you play on i played on uh, i played on my one x so yeah so it, it shouldn't be 15 frames is what you're saying uh, i don't think so it, <laughs> it might have been 30 like uh maxed out at 30 but definitely with some drops i also don't know if the, i'm just more in tune with that now like lately i guess pc master race no uh, it'll happen i, I didn't yeah. choose this life it chose me but uh <laughs> yes i didn't think it played well i think the story is interesting but not interesting enough for me to finish is this something you plan on getting all the way through chocolate yeah i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna get through it um shine posting that it was potentially if off the top of my head did you say 10 maybe 12 hours Max? that seems yeah i would say 10 max yeah so th- for that yes i'm i'm gonna go through i think i'm about halfway chapter seven or okay eight. yeah so i i've stopped right around i think i said chapter eight there's 17 chapters so close enough to halfway and that only took me three hours i feel like maybe this might be a way shorter game than we're thinking <laughs> I, I think it comes down to more of the where you feel you get lost and you're walking around the circle because uh, you don't have that waypoint again and it's all go back play that video go forward go two steps back because you need you found the videotape from one that's a couple of steps back again it's um it is kind of very back and forth two steps forward one step back i do such. think that's something that wore me down eventually was kind of like I'm running around in circles. I'm running into invisible walls and just kind of hugging them, trying to hope that I get to some type of corridor in the woods that I haven't been to or something. And I don't know if that's my fault for for maybe missing something or maybe missing some type of cue. Um, the only thing I really had to go off of is when your dog, which I'll say the dog is a great part. Moose also touched on that. The dog's probably the best part of this game. Go figure. But... Um, so there's an option when you have your like dog wheel up that's called seek i think so he'll go out and hunt for if there's anything around that you should be checking out but a lot of times in the game when you hit that he doesn't do anything and then your guy's just like oh nothing to see here huh bud or something like that it's like nah there's something to see somewhere because i've been stuck in the same 20 yard by 20 yard square and i can't figure out where to go am i slow or is this game just not helping me as much as it should be and I'm still not positive that maybe we're missing something. I know I tried to go off sound cues. That was a big thing. If I started to hear music coming from like one of my ears, I would go there, obviously. Or if you see something that's lit up in the distance, but a lot of time that just ended up being the same thing that I'd already been to four other times while I was wandering around aimlessly in the woods. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, just in general, this isn't my type of genre or type of game. So, I don't know. I'm going to throw it over to Shine for his feedback on the Blair Witch Project. This is what Shine had to say. Just finished it, just finished it. definitely going to play through again after Gears as I want to see the different endings. He does have two complaints, though. First, in the final area, there were times I couldn't move without crouching, even though there was nothing to indicate I needed to crouch. Oh, that's super annoying. Uh, so I'm not sure if it was a glitch or something intentional. Second, the final part dragged on too long for my taste. A lot of insight into things, but think they could have done it better and made the section shorter. All in all, I liked it. There were some good jump scares in there, and they did great throughout the game for foreshadowing things and giving you an idea of what you need to do to get a different ending. I didn't run into any of that stuff personally, but uh, I'll take your word for it. Chocolate, you can figure out what he's talking about later. Uh, yep. But I'm, I mean, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Shine, and hopefully this was a game you weren't going to touch otherwise. So that's what this segment's about. Um, so thanks for the feedback, Shine. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton more to say about it. Chocolate, if you do. No, no, I, I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, I do like it. I think doing it in small chunks gives you a little bit more tolerance to the game. That I mean, for my personal, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I like I said, I I have, and I am enjoying it, and will finish it off because. It's a short one. And that's when... Oh, boy. Episode 69. <laughs> 69. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so uh, for Moose, it was a miss. For me, I'm also going to say it was a miss. Uh, Chocolate, you're giving this one a hit, though, I'm assuming? Uh, definitely. Okay. Yep, hit. I mean, for the poor controls and the laggy-esque um, look... It's it's no good, but I can tolerate those just because of the eerie feel it gave me, and I felt immersed. And the kind of the binary audio thing that they've got going on, like Hellblade, is unbelievable. Yeah, and that so it's really the story pushing you along. You're not yeah, there definitely. for the gameplay, and I think if if you like this game, that's what you're here for. Is that is yeah, not the gameplay, but definitely the story and the the surroundings, audio, that kind of stuff. All right, hundred percent. I, I uh, can't be pried away from Borderlands Three, so sorry. It's not worth your <laughs> I'm time. I'm just not going to pick this game up. <laughs> Borderlands oh, Two. Joking. <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather be playing that. Um, all right, so that's going to wrap up uh, this latest iteration of Game Pass Roulette. But what that means is that we now get a new game, and I get to choose this week. Well, this this Uh-oh. week's. Uh, <laughs> Since Moose said it wasn't scary, he he ended that clip with, uh, this isn't a challenge for Risky and Chocolate to find a scarier game. Uh, so <laughs> I think we should do that at some point. Maybe around Halloween we'll get him something real scary. Uh, the game I'm going with, though, sounds like a scary game. It's not, though, I promise. Uh, the game I'm going with is new to Game Pass, and that game is Creature in the Well. Have any idea what that is? Anyone? Bueller? No. Let me give you a brief synopsis then. So, Creature in the Well is a top-down pinball-inspired hack-and-slash dungeon crawler. As the latest remaining bot C unit, venture deep into a desert desert mountain to restore power to an ancient facility haunted by a desperate creature. Uncover and upgrade powerful gear in order to free the city of Mirage from a deadly sandstorm. 
Yeah. So I'm most excited about this game because I think the combat looks awesome. As it states, it's very pinball inspired. I would think of your main character as being the pinball lever and then projectiles and stuff being the pinball. So kind of like a Jedi, just deflecting projectiles back at your foes and accomplishing uh, puzzles and stuff that way. It looks super interesting. Just came out. I think this will be a good pick. Um, I think people enjoy it, hopefully. But uh, we'll find out, huh? I can't yeah. wait for a two-minute segment of Moose just bashing this game. <laughs> yeah, that'll. That's usually what these come down to. Have you played Hello Neighbor? Give it a shot. Oh, time Jesus <laughs> Um, All right, so uh, Creature in the Wild, that is your Game Pass Roulette game for the next couple weeks here. If you'd like to get in on the Game Pass Roulette conversation, uh, join us in Discord. We have a channel over there just for Game Pass Roulette. Links for Discord are in the show notes, so come hang out with us and uh, talk about the game. Questions, comments, that kind of stuff, Uh, throw it over there. All right, so that is your Game Pass Roulette segment for this episode. So next up, we've got some news. All right, let's start off the news with some quick hits. If you guys have anything to add, just uh, chime in. Otherwise, don't. It's up to you. So first up, Dauntless is leaving early access on September 16th. So that's next week exciting stuff uh the 1.0 the 1.0 launch um is going to come with a seasonal expansion called aether unbound a new weapon i'm assuming a new weapon class because that's kind of like what the weapons are so a new weapon sweet uh, a new hunt pass and a new bounty system i wonder if we'll get like a weird hey it's finally out on switch because they're kind of like recently they were like hey the switch version of dauntless is coming out but we're not going to tell you when this seems like it'd be a good time but also seems like maybe that was something they would have touched on (laughs) during this press release so (laughs) maybe not um we have a date for the video game awards that jeff Keeley sets up every year and that date is december 12th so mark it on your calendars. I'm sure we'll be talking about it over in Discord. Um, I love the Game Awards. I think they just keep getting better. So December 12th, make sure you tune in for those. Next up, this is an exciting story. I'm sure Chocolate, you're going to be the most excited for this one. This uh, is the story of the week for sure. 100%. Uh, KFC oh, is publishing it. a Colonel Sanders dating simulator. Uh, the name of this dating simulator is going to be I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating simulator. Finger licking good. Episode 69. <laughs> uh, KFC says the game is coming soon. So, yeah, if your wildest fantasies included uh, trying to date the colonel himself, uh, you can shortly look forward to that. It looks like this is only coming to PC. Thank God for that. Uh, and there's a whole trailer in. Oh, man. Oh, I've seen <laughs> so that. I don't, know. I don't know how this happened. I don't know if somebody hacked <laughs> KFC's <laughs> social media things or, or what. I, I, at first, I was like, there's no way this is real. <laughs> and then you trace it back, and you're like, whoa, what's happening here? Well, I, don't, I would have expected this out of, like, Wendy's. Uh, uh, yeah, because if you look at the Wendy's Twitter account, it all makes sense. <laughs> But it, he's killing the game. Oh, yeah. Anyways, if you're into uh, dating Colonel Sanders, there you go. That's exciting news for those 
people, I guess. Uh, next up, this is this is gonna break some hearts and some minds for sure. So the X button on PlayStation on the PlayStation controller is not an X button at all. It's actually called the cross button. This came, this whole debacle came from a tweet that PlayStation UK put out. Uh, the tweet said, "Triangle, circle, cross, and square. If cross is called X, but it's not, then what are you calling circle?" Oh boy, so who has ever played PlayStation in here and would just assume that that X was an X and not a cross? Yeah, nah, this is like when the creator <laughs> of GIFs tried to tell everybody that it was GIF with a J. You're lying to me. G, and everybody was just like, nah, no. <laughs> Get out of here. You're wrong. I know that you made this, but n- uh, no. <laughs> The best part of all of this is just the amount of memes that have come out of it, like PlayStation's even coming in. There was like a SpongeBob one where it's like, let's go over shapes. This is a triangle. This is a circle. This is a square. What's that? X. <laughs> nope. It's a cross. <laughs> uh, and then someone called them, what was it? A slice of pizza for triangle, whole pizza for circle, box of pizza for square, and then the X was no pizza. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> if, you, if you're going to do one thing today, well, two things. Go check out the KFC dating simulator because you, you have to at this point. Uh, and then just peruse the internet for playstation x slash cross memes because they're they've been great but yeah so uh playstation controller stop referring to that as x because that is a cross nope no i agree nope (laughs) nope is right um uh what's next uh dragon quest one through three are coming to the switch september 27th they will be priced five dollars six fifty and twelve fifty accordingly uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is coming out pretty soon here, so if you'd like to see what's going on in the trilogy uh, of that game, they are coming, the original trilogy, they're coming to the Switch September 27th, so uh, get in on that if it's something you're, you're into, I guess. Uh, those are the quick hits, though, and now we have a few more bigger stories, maybe not, not even bigger, it's still kind of a slow news week, but... Um, so last week we touched on a weird Nintendo fitness thing that got <laughs> teased. Uh, we heard that there was going to be more info on this uh, come September 12th. September 12th came and went, and we learned of the Ring Fit Adventure. Who would have called that as being the name of this weird exercise ring leg strap exercise game thing? It's so weird. Why? Why? So the official peripheral names for these two components that we talked about last week are going to be the ring con. That is the weird exercise ring thing. Uh, and then the leg strap, super solid name, makes a lot of sense. Um, a few things we learned about from this new video is that you can calibrate the ring con uh, for different strength levels. So even your grandma or grandpa could play this game. So that's great news. Play some Switch in the living room with your grandma and grandpa get active you know um as far as the actual game that is ring fit adventure to me it it looks like it's an on rails adventure game so in order to move in the game you're gonna have to jog in real life and that leg strap nintendo joy con uh depending on how fast you are jogging is gonna move your character on screen and then you can also do things like flick up the Joy the ring con that you're holding to do attacks uh and then eventually you're gonna run into enemies so obviously you have to battle these enemies and how else would you battle them other than with fit skills 
So these fit battles, you'll be attacking people with... God, this is ridiculous. Uh, You're going to be attacking them with arm attacks, core attacks, thigh presses, episode 69, and yoga. So uh, depending on what type of enemy you run into, certain enemies are going to be weak uh, to certain attack types. So if you run into a big, scary flying dragon and he's like, I'm bad against yoga attacks, you're going to have to do some downward-facing dog attacks. to attack him for episode 69 for quadruple damage <laughs> uh and then if you'd like to shield yourself from incoming attacks you're going to push the ring con against your abs as a shield i didn't say this was a good idea it also this has got to be mine. this is from the onion right like this uh, is that's this what it sounds like right whole story this this, this, this is another thing product. that i would say go out watch the seven minute youtube video on this uh, watch the two people presenting this i swear to god they are robots it's they're strange genius. those two. Oh my god dude oh i'm not gonna try to reenact it or say it but just go watch it it's oh, it's real weird do you think they have um, um, some sales have slumped and they want to jump jump back onto that we fit kind of market I have no idea. I think just like every 10 ideas that come through Nintendo, they just kind of randomly pick one and they're like, yeah, that'll work. Uh, okay. Somebody, Pat, like their biggest franchise is about a plumber. Like obviously they've got some weird ideas, <laughs> so it's fine. Um, some other things to note, uh, there's going to be leveling up. This is like a weird on-rails running adventure RPG game kind of I guess uh, there's also going to be different modes. You can do quick play or a thing called sets. That's just going to be more of your standard exercise stuff. This is totally just the new riff on uh, Wii Fit, like we stated. Uh, and then there's also going to be a mini game mode where you can do some of those uh, things with more of a game attached to it, like rock climbing. It'll actually put somebody up uh, doing rock climbing on the screen rather than just you doing rock climbers in front of your TV. So there's that. This whole thing comes out October 18th for the low, low price of $79.99. That's the game, the ring con, and leg straps. So let's get out there and get healthy, folks. Let's do some yoga and kill skeletons and dragons and stuff. Book our pre-order, Game Share Partner. Uh, Yep. It's only a switch. We'll get it done. Yep. Guys, save your money and go get COD instead. Jesus. <laughs> it's all right. So I am sold. I agree with you, Chocolate. <sighs> Yikes. So yeah, Ring Fit Adventure. Go watch that trailer. It's a, it's a doozy for sure. All right. Uh, next up, uh, this was uh, Ubisoft and Shorter Games. So CEO Yves Guimau, speaking with GamesIndustry.biz, said that Ubisoft will no longer be creating smaller-scaled games, but will focus more on inserting smaller-scaled experiences and stories into their larger-scaled titles. Uh, his quote, the quote on this was, Our goal is to make sure you can have a unity with within an Odyssey. So he's t- obviously talking about Assassin's Creed games. Unity was smaller. Odyssey was humongous. Um if you want to have a story of 15 hours, you can have it, but you can also have other stories. You live in that world and you pursue what you want to pursue. You have an experience, many, oh, you have an experience, many, many unity-like experiences. Man, that was a tough one to say for some reason. Reading's hard. Um, what do you guys think about this? What do you think about Ubisoft ducking out on making any type of shorter experiences? Uh, 
I don't know, or trying to have like what he's saying makes no sense to me because you're not going to have this weird shorter experience within something like Odyssey and think of it as a like you're not going to put the game down after you do like a 15 hour side quest or something like it's still a 60 hour game no matter how you cut it. I think this makes total sense for UB and I would expect nothing less from them. They basically what they're trying to tell people is that they're going to continue to use these assets. So if they build a world like Odyssey and they devote all these assets to making the world huge, um, that instead of that being one game, they're basically telling people that that's going to be many games now. So they're going to make an experience for that that you're going to play that's in that world, that may be in a part of that world, and then they're going to make another experience that's in the same world, but it's a totally different game and playthrough and maybe different characters and that type of stuff. And this is just a very fancy, dressed-up way of telling people that we're going to sell you the same game in smaller (laughs) sections many times uh, instead of just once. That's all, which is perfect for Yubi. That's 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 like the model that's they've got that down pat at this point yeah it's interesting i think i guess but yeah just knowing that they're kind of out on making any of the games that i want to play not that i don't mind playing a nice 60 hour assassin's creed game i just don't have time for that so now i'm just gonna play some smaller games inside of my bigger games apparently <laughs> so fun DLC episode sixty nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, and then the last thing we have in the news: uh, Apple Arcade. Uh, that whole thing was finally released at Apple's keynote uh, this past week. Uh, so we have some information on that. The whole thing is releasing September nineteenth, which is actually that's this upcoming Thursday. So that's here. Uh, and that's going to be four ninety nine a month, uh, unlimited access on up to five devices. So if you have a MacBook, you have Apple TV, you have your iPhone or whatever, you buy it once and it's everywhere. And then if you're on an Apple Apple uh, family share plan, which can have up to six family members, that one subscription is also good for all of them. So that's good. Dog just bursted in here. Jeez. Um. What else? Uh, so you'll be able to play this on iPhone, Macs, iPads, Apple TV. Um, they have software that's coming out on the 19th when this launches that will allow you to play with PlayStation and Xbox controllers. So that's good because a lot of these games, they're they're launching with 100 of them, and a lot of them seem like they'd be really tough with the like a touchscreen on an iPhone, and some of them just doesn't make a lot of sense to me so for that or for apple tv even like that's just a standard tv remote looking thing like how do you play a game with that so you will have support to hook up playstation and xbox controllers um, they are going to have a free trial for it so the first month is going to be a hundred percent free um, they are going to have exclusives exclusives that makes sense um and this isn't streaming you can download all of the titles here so that's good no ads or in-app purchases you know exactly what you're getting yourself into no microtransactions that kind of stuff uh and then they just went over a few of the games uh i picked out a few that i thought looked interesting there's one called skate city that's just a skate game but you're gonna swipe your phone or use the analog sticks to do the tricks that kind of stuff 
uh the sequel to enter the gungeon which is being called exit the gungeon is actually debuting there so that's kind of weird um but it's a 2d version of enter the gungeon instead of like the top down version i feel like it's gonna be super tough to play on a touch screen Hmm. doesn't Doesn't that sound rough (laughs) the title sounds rough exit the gungeon (laughs) Thanks, chocolate. <laughs> <sighs> Boy, where do we go from here? Uh, <laughs> Episode sixty. <laughs> oh yeah. The and then Overland. It's a turn-based post-apocalyptic roguelike. So just all those things sound good to me. Uh, with a super weird art style. But uh, oh, and then I put down a bonus game. It's called Hot Lava. Uh, do you remember the game? The floor is lava. When you were a kid, everyone. Yeah, it yeah. meant you were poor. Hundred percent, Daniel, Daniel Tosh, Tosh joke. It is. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it meant one thing. You were poor, uh, so they turned this into like a 3D platformer where you're just hopping around a house in 3D, uh, jumping from like the couch to the table, and then the floor is legitimately lava. So that's fun. Uh, but that that that's my bonus game. Um, Innocent G-rated fun for the family. That's great. Yeah. This is <laughs> not uh, episode 69 approved. No. Sorry. My bad. Um, yeah. So, like I said, 100 titles. This is, and a lot of them, like, it, they seem like quality games for a lot of the stuff I've seen. And a lot of these games, when they release on other platforms, are going to cost, say, $20 by themselves. If you sign up for Apple Arcade for just a month at $4.99. Uh, I think this is a super easy way to get into some of these games, but you do need Apple stuff, which maybe not everyone has. Um, if you're on Android or if you're on, if you have a PC and not a Mac, that kind of thing, uh, no accessibility there. So, um, yeah, looks interesting. Well, I might try it. All right. Maybe. Great. Hard pass uh, for me. Great segment <laughs> yeah. though. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, games coming out this week. <sighs> We're almost done. <laughs> uh, coming out the day this launches, September 17th, we have Castle Crashers Remastered coming out on the Switch and the PS4. What a great game for the Switch. That is a fun little... Uh, that game was made for the Switch. Right? It's and like having the Joy-Cons where one person can play one guy and one person can play the other. Like it's Yeah, it makes... So good. Makes so much sense. Um, September 19th, we have Devil May Cry 2 coming to the Switch. And then the game Overland, which I just talked about. That was the turn-based post-apocalyptic roguelike uh, that's coming out on Apple Arcade. That's also coming out on Switch and PC. So there's that. And then this Friday, which is probably the biggest day of the week, September 20th, uh, Untitled Goose Game is coming out. If you guys haven't seen stuff on this you know how awful geese are. Now you can be the goose and just wreak havoc on like towns and stuff and like steal people's stuff like phones. It's just, it's the most quirky, like fun little game I've seen in a long time. So definitely give, give a trailer of that a watch. Um, it, it's interesting to say the least. Uh, Nino Kuni wrath of the white witch is coming out everywhere except for Xbox on Friday. Um, and then the one that I'm excited for and chocolate, maybe you'll get into this, uh, legend of Zelda links awakening. The remaster is coming out on switch this Friday. So I'm assuming that's what some people will be excited for this week. Definitely. 
Definitely. All right. Great. <laughs> um, that's it, though, unless I missed something. Nope. Nope. Uh, you ready for bed? Summertime. And Goodbye. Easy. All right. Let's plug this sinking ship up. A <laughs> um, couple more weeks and a and couple more months. And games, 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 games. Oh. We got Borderlands to hold us oh. over for 20 to 30 They're, hours from what I've heard. I appreciate their release date so much. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Get a little stir crazy. Well, they could have waited like an extra week after Gears came out. Although, look, you managed nah. to get through Gears and then hit Borderlands directly after it. So maybe it was actually perfect. Because <laughs> my priorities are in order. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. <laughs> uh all right head on over to itunes make sure to like uh subscribe do all that fun stuff leave us a review uh leave us a five-star review obviously even if you hate it and five-star reviews make the most sense because the most stars is the most fun right yeah that's how that works hate love stars. it um and yeah we have had a few uh reviews lately so shout out to those people you guys are awesome um join us on discord talked about it a couple times during the podcast and we will continue to talk about it during every podcast because it's the best place to be it's where all of us hang out including the dan pod so uh links for discord are there we've got channels for just about everything maybe we'll open up a channel 69 for the next week just to celebrate <laughs> episode 69 no that's a really bad idea isn't it? totally just endless shit posting yep okay so ne- <laughs> scratch that we're not gonna do that i lied uh, if you'd like to support the show with your hard-earned money, you can head on over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast. Be like Snoozles or uh, Tim Fielding, who won our Patreon giving giveaway Ooh. this uh, past week. So thank you, patrons. You guys are the best. Um, social media. Yes. Twitter and Instagram. We are at CAG podcast. And then if you need to reach out to us via email for anything, CAG podcast at gmail.com. I am at risky, the kid everywhere. Chocolate. Where can the people find you? Chocolate bear 80 everywhere. And Dan pod. Do the people want to find you? I mean, that's up to them, man. (laughs) (laughs) What's your info? Uh, It's not DanPod69, although I wish it was. We can change that, I'm sure. (laughs) DanPod6969. No, it's uh, DanPod5150 on Xbox and uh, DanPod everywhere else. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. Thanks, everybody, for listening. But uh, we'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Take care. See ya. the dad jokes chocolate dad i brought some 69 jokes oh god episode 69 i'm just gonna have to cut out this whole section (laughs) no no i haven't got any
No, I haven't got any. Uh, I've got one joke. A man tried to sell me a coffin today. I said, that's the last thing I needed. <laughs> that was poor. That's not great. Nope. Did you did you read that one before you just read it? I like, did. Was that your first time reading it right there? No, no. I read that before. That was absolute dog shit. <laughs> what do you call an old person with really good hearing? Deftifying. No. Oh. <laughs> the dead joke puns. My wife keeps telling me to stop pretending to be butter. But I'm on a roll now. <laughs> yeah, these are rough. Uh, what rhymes with orange? Nothing. No, it doesn't. Ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, how does Darth Vader like his toast? On the dark side. Boom! <laughs> all right, hey. Someone's got to ruin my jokes, I guess. Thanks, <laughs> like chocolate. That's all right. Oh, my God. I'm going to hit the stop recording button.